Dark vision may not be as good as you think it is. I hear a lot of dungeon masters who lament the fact that dark vision really feels like an overpowered ability. Given that it's a core ability of many of the character races in D&D, it can feel overwhelming if you feel like dark vision is really overpowered, and a lot of abilities extend or expand dark vision in lots of ways. But many DMs don't really understand how dark vision works in absolute darkness. So the rules for dark vision are actually a little complicated because they're kind of a join of multiple rules in the player's handbook. On page 183 of the player's handbook, we have two specific rules that work together. The first is under vision and light. A given area might be lightly or heavily obscured. In a lightly obscured area, such as dim light, patchy fog, or moderate foliage, creatures have disadvantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on sight. Then if we go down to dark vision, it reads, Many creatures in the world of D&D, especially those that dwell underground, have dark vision. Within a specified range, a creature with dark vision can see in darkness as if the darkness were dim light. So areas of darkness are only lightly obscured as far as that creature is concerned. The key there is that it turns darkness into dim light. And as we read previously, for dim light, lightly obscured areas such as dim light, creatures have disadvantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on sight. Now a third rule that we apply to this are passive checks. A passive check is a special kind of ability check that doesn't involve any die rolls. If a character has advantage on the check, add five. For disadvantage, subtract five. When you're dealing with a passive check and you have disadvantage on it, it's minus five. So what this means is a creature that has dark vision, that is in total darkness, like you're exploring a cave, and doesn't use a light source to light it up, has disadvantage on wisdom perception checks and minus five to their passive wisdom check. A lot of players, when they find out that they're going to be at disadvantage on their perception checks, are likely to start lighting up torches or casting the light spell or things like that, and it gets more balanced again. We don't have to worry about the fact that the characters are always in total darkness seeing everything that's going on. Now, the reality is that's true for monsters, too. Monsters lurking around in total darkness, even if they have dark vision, have minus five on their passive perception scores, which makes it really easy for, like, rogues to do scouting when they're scouting about uh, in darkness. However, if that rogue has dark vision, they, too, are at minus five on their wisdom perception checks. So likely somebody's going to try illuminating the area with a torch or a light spell or something like that. Very often, it's going to be the characters who don't want to step on traps or miss secret doors or things like that. Now, we don't want to be a dick about this if our players have been playing with the idea that dark vision lets them see completely in darkness. Instead, what we should do now that we know the rules is sit down at the beginning of the game and explain how darkness is supposed to work, recognize the fact that they're minus five before it actually comes up in the game. So that way, when it comes up in the game, you can remind them of the fact that, yes, you're in total darkness. There's no light. You can see, but you are in dim light, which means you're at minus five on your passive perception, and you're going to have to roll perception check at disadvantage. So when you're playing with these rules, dark vision becomes a lot less of a problem. It's no longer a complete predator vision that lets them see absolutely everything in darkness. Instead, it does give an advantage to characters that have dark vision, but not so much of an advantage that they're never going to want to light another torch again. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, there are four ways you can help me out. First, you can subscribe to the Sly Flourish newsletter. Second, you can subscribe to me on YouTube. Third, you can support me directly on Patreon. Or four, you can pick up my books Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master or the Lazy DM's Workbook. Thank you very much and have a great day.